check, check. Mic check. Moto 60 show presented by Maxis Tires, 100% goggles, decal works, get data, and vertex pistons. On FMX.com, taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 show live. Thursday, July 20th, 11 a.m. Pacific. We are going to Washougal this weekend for round eight of the motocross series. And, yeah, lots to talk about when it comes to that. 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Let's talk some moto. We're giving away a set of 100% goggles and a set of fly racing knee brace socks as well. Going to have Daniel Blair and JT on uh, to talk moto. So thanks for listening, man. Appreciate it. Again, 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Let's talk moto. Thank you to Fly Racing. Big day for those guys tomorrow. Uh, stay tuned to at Fly Racing USA on social and lots of media social accounts. You will see the 2024 Fly Racing drop. Uh, they've got some new, new coming, and it looks really good, man. I like it. I've seen it. Uh, I'll be wearing it uh, ASAP, and uh, they've redesigned some pants, and they've redesigned some stuff. So looks really good. Uh, stoked to have those guys on board with us at Fly Racing USA on social tomorrow. Check it out. Uh, if you're a dealer, you've probably already seen us, seen it a little bit. Uh, thank you to those guys and uh, the riders like uh, Kyle Chisholm and uh, RJ Hampshire, Jalik Swole. All those guys will be in fly racing, the 2024 stuff at Washougal. So uh, thank you to those guys for coming on board. Plum Creek Funding, 100% Decal Works, Vertex Pistons, Maxxis Tires, Git Git, uh, all on board of this as well. Thank you to the folks at Maxxis Tires. Get ready to tread victoriously with the new Maxxis Moto Tires. Experience the full shred potential of the two treads designed for soft intermediate and intermediate to hard terrain, developed and tested with this guy, McGrath. Grip stability and predictability that surpasses all others. Available now at your Maxxis, Maxxis dealer or online. Moto or shop.maxis.com. Maxxis MX Series, a gift from the science nerds to the Moto Kids. Pick your pair. Uh, lots to get into tonight or today on the show. Again, thank you for watching. Uh, working the uh, phones over there. Not golfing today. Too hot, I guess, is the word. It's unfortunate. Uh, v, tits, tits, what's up? Yep, too hot, but... What? Some other time. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll be okay. Uh, all right. So thanks. Thanks, Tits. Yep. Um, hey, uh, tell Brian on one, we do have a pair of tickets for Washougal. And get his email. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Brian. Well, though. Yep. Uh, I always forget. Congratulations, I get Brian. tickets every week, and I kind of forget to give them out. Are you feeling Is okay? that a standing, like, if people call in, I can just say, hey, like, not like I'm going to offer them, but if somebody asks, yeah? Okay. All Depends. Right, cool. Yeah. All right. Brian gets them, though. Uh, working the cameras over there, working on the Pulp Mix app right now as well. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for coming in. I'm happy to be here. You seem uh, really excited. Don't I always, though? Yeah, always. Yeah, it's just my demeanor. What can I say? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. We'll get into uh, Washougal and more coming up. Two-week break, by the way, boys. I know, uh, Tits, you're 
Probably sad about that. I'm yes, very up. Uh, two weeks off from the show upset. after after this week. So seven oh two five eight six seven eight five seven. Give us a call. We got some lines open. And uh, again, thank you to Blair and JT for coming on to talk uh, moto. Blair's amateur Orange Brigade kid. Preston Boss Bosplug, Bosplug, I think is how you say it. He is making his pro debut this weekend, so we'll talk to Daniel about that and more. Uh, also, um, fly racing um, live show. Well, it's not really fly racing. It's Yamaha and Ten Barrel live uh, podcast show tomorrow night at Washugo at the track. Sponsored by Yamaha, sponsored by Ten Barrel, JT, Weege, and I. We're gonna have some special guests as well there, some riders, some interviews. So if you're at the track, if you're camping, hanging out. Come uh, come to the show. It's 7.30 uh, at Washugal, and I don't know where. I think it's in the beer garden by the tower, but you'll figure it out. Don't worry. Thanks to Ten Barrel. Thank you to Yamaha for making it happen. I'm sure JT and I will argue a little bit uh, live right in front of you. It'll be that that easy. So, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, 100%. Pulp 30 is a code to save with 100%. Uh, Jet Lawrence, he's pretty good, and he's wearing the 100% goggles. Uh, also, Cooper Webb, he's pretty good. He will not be in them this weekend, but I predict he'll be them in them in Charlotte. Uh, Aaron Plessinger as well, the Star Racing Yamaha guys. 100% goggles, uh, great company, great guys, and uh, great product. So, Pulp 30 is the code to save on goggles, on casual wear, on mountain bike stuff. They've got a generation of racers asking the original tagline, how much effort do you give Pulp 30, use the code 100% and save. And uh, thank you um, for coming on board, those guys, for this show. All right, let's get some phone calls. We are going to get Daniel Blair on the line. Rick, what's up, man? Yes, um, since Carson Brown has got at least a $10,000 bounty on his head and yeah. the 450 class riding, yeah. who is riding um, 250 to compete against him uh, in two-stroke? Lesher, Jared, um, Jared Lesher's on one. Uh, Jerry Robin. Okay. Jerry Robin is on one. Anthony Rodriguez is on one. Kevin Moran's is on one. Okay, uh, now I yeah. may have heard a rumor that uh, Ronnie Mack is going to ride a pristine uh, Ezra Luss factory Honda. Is, could that be true? Um, I have not heard that. <laughs> I don't think Ronnie would make the fast 40. Oh, so, well, that'd be a bummer. Yeah, but you, I mean, because you still got to qualify. What about, get um, in, you know? On Vital MX, I saw uh, your friend uh, Philip Nicoletti mm-hmm. uh, crying his eyes out about his performance. Do you think he might be better off on a 250 at least if he did beat Carson and the other guys? He could pull in maybe another ten grand versus mm, his uh, yeah, performance. I th- as- well, I think Philip could beat Carson on a two-stroke, but... I mean, he hasn't practiced on one. The team's not going to get one ready. You know, all of that stuff. Yeah, I so, know. I was yeah. being sarcastic. Right, right. Um, I, I, I mean, look, tell- Phil Phil really cooked himself at Southwick, and he was uh, he's not one to fade in races. He's not one to lose spots late in a race. But at Millville, dude, he was getting eaten up, and he, he burnt himself at Southwick. You could see that. So, so since Phil's buddies with Barsha, and Barsha's sponsored by The Feed, mm-hmm. I don't know if you watched the, the Tour de France, but that – there's a company named Marouche, and they are claiming that they made a product called the Bicarb that this may have helped Jonah uh, Vindigo mm. um, on the time trial, 30-minute all-out effort. They said, uh, and if you watched it, you saw him just ride away from okay. Pochagar. Right. So maybe uh, Phil needs to talk to Barsha. I'll tell him. I'll, 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 I'll pass that on. I'll pass that on. Um, I'm, I'm skeptical okay. of any superfoods being developed to help. You know that we things that we don't know, but well, maybe, maybe. You know it's uh, yeah. Now, one thing that's an intelligent question: 
what came first, your show or Racer X? Since everybody seems to be that works for Racer X ends up being on your show, or your show ends up being on Racer X. Oh, Racer X was first. Racer X started in like '95. Yeah, I know. I remember when it first came out, but now yeah. it, you see Kiefer and you see the Weege. Yeah, it's all. This and that. It's all. And listen, it's all intertwined, right? Uh, I will say, when I started Racer X, I said to those guys. Hey, let's do a Thursday one-hour Racer X show uh, previewing the race, and they said no, and so I did one myself, and here we are, uh, ten years later. Okay, still doing it. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's all incestual that way. All of us media guys doing each other's podcasts, doing each other's shows, right? All yeah. of that stuff. So, um, all right, man. All right. Well, Thanks, hopefully, yeah. um, somebody whoops uh, Carson Browns. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I think he's got it. But and I yeah. hope that the broadcast points out rather than me listening for the two stroke in the background. You know, well, that's Wygant. Maybe He'll, that's if, if it doesn't get pointed out, it's Wygant. He hates two strokes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Thanks, man. Well, he doesn't know how to adjust the chain. So. No, exactly. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate it. Thanks, All right, Rick. Thank you. All right. Uh, that's Rick. Uh, let's bring in our first guest uh, from Orange Brigade Next Level Training Facility, Daniel Blair. What's up, DB? Uh, nothing to try to get in on this incestual podcast yeah. sharing thing. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm, in. Yeah, I'm you, in. You are. You're in. Uh, um, two stroke thing. Like, do you think any of these dudes beat Carson Brown? I mean, he has a race all year. Jerry's been pretty good. He's on a two stroke. Moran's has been better. Moran's did well last year. Uh, do you think anybody can beat Carson Brown? I mean, I think they can, but I, I, I'd give him some pretty heavy odds just being from there and being as diverse as he is. Because think about it, a lot of these guys are switching from their four-stroke to their two-stroke. That's kind of odd. But for Carson, that's all he does is switch around bikes all the time. So I think he'll be comfortable there, not yeah. only because of the track, but just the way he is. And I, I feel like the race is almost designed for him. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I know, so right? no, I, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with no. I'm going to say he wins it, but I'd, I'd like to see someone beat him just – yeah. Spice it up, but nah, I think he gets it. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, like I said, Jerry's great rider, but Carson's been riding them a ton and all of that, you know. Um, well, my question, Steve, how many get in? How many make the forty? In your opinion, I, I heard uh, those twelve signed up. There's Moran's signed up. Moran's makes them. Lesher makes it. Carson makes it. Jerry makes it. That's four. Am I who am I missing? Burkeen going all the way out there. Oh, Burkeen makes it. That's five. Yeah. Burkeen's going in. Um, that's where I sat. I sit around five or six. Yeah, that's probably where I I live right there. Yep, yep. I think that's probably about right. Um, yeah. But yeah, horsepower hill on a two fifty two stroke. No, nah, that's not gonna be great. So, Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. hey, right off the bat, uh, base flug. Your uh, amateur orange brigade kid. He's a local up there. He's he's dipping his toes in the pro waters. What would you be happy with? What do you think he's gonna slot in? Um, I'll throw the dart at. 10 to 15. Okay. I think that if you get, and I think it'll be a little start dependent because it's your first national. It's going to probably be a little overwhelming. It's 35 minutes of chaos. Um, if he gets a good start and gets up with the lead group and can kind of carry the first 15 minutes up there, I could see a 10. You know, Braswell, Hawkins, Bennick, they've all kind of lived in that 10 mark. I think Preston can do what they've done. Uh, but without a good start, I mean, I mean, you're probably sitting more in that 15 to 18 range because there's a lot of good guys from 12 to 20 that mm-hmm. I, I don't think we're giving a lot of respect to because we're so top-heavy. But honestly, if you look at that pack from 15 to 20, it's good guys. So I, I, to me, if he gets a good start, I think he can grab a 10. Uh, but with a bad start, I, I think it'll be tough to break top 15. There, there's a lot of fast guys. So, but but I, I'm so happy for him, though. I mean, hometown track. Yep. 
you got to imagine he's probably sat next to the whoops like his whole life watching these guys, has a little kid, and now he gets to be one. So obviously the results are important for everybody, but just that first experience, I, I think it's going to be a great day for him, and I'm just I'm proud of him and I'm happy for him. That's cool. Is he, uh, is he B class, A class? What is he? No, no, no. He, he's been A. He, uh, okay. he was, yeah, he, he was B last year, top five, both classes at Loretta's. Uh, again, he had a podium at the combine. So he's, I think he's feeling good. I mean, the bike's solid. He's happy. And I'm excited. Like, it's, okay. it's cool when they yeah. drop in. I, I love this. And I know you hate, oh, I hate it. it. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you this. I, I'm with you. Now that we do have combines, I don't like it as much, this, this dip in and dip out thing, mm-hmm. because there's combines that can be designed to kind of to give you that same experience. So yeah. I just wish there was more. If we had three or four combines, I think we could probably do away with that rule. But if they're going to keep one or two combines, then I, I feel it's probably okay. So that, I, I'm halfway with you, Steve. What is, uh, what is Daniel Blair's Washugo memory, uh, either as a racer or uh, going and watching? What, which one what, what comes to mind when you think Washugo? My best ever national. Oh, yeah. Um, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, 2002, I believe, um, got a fifth-place start in, I think, the second moto, ran fifth for about half the moto, and finished 24th and never fell. <laughs> oh, that's right. You've told me this. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's uh, my best outdoor this, ever. Is this 250F? So, uh, YZ250F days? Uh, YZ265F, uh, <laughs> of course. And, uh, no, that right there was the sign I needed to know that I would never race outdoor again. And I, I may have done one more after that, like, for some dumb reason. But when you go from 5 to 24 in 15 minutes on a track with no bumps yeah, and 80 degrees, yeah, yeah. you know. You know. <laughs> it's a pretty start-dependent track, right? Um, and people uh, definitely there's – there's people who love Washugo and there's people who hate it. It's not – you know, I mean, I can't tell you as a mechanic how many times – I went there with a racer, and then they're coming in and telling me, there's no traction. I got to talk to the Dunlop guys. I got to change my tire. There's no traction. Uh, The shadows, you know, like it's a pretty diverse track for racers, good and bad. Yeah, I I mean, I'll start with just the beauty. I mean, it's such an amazing place. I've I've gone there for not only the national but local races and, you know, the Top Gun showdown. Mm -hmm. I've been there a lot for different things, and it's just it's so amazing but as a pro racer, it's it's scary. You, you're going really fast. You don't trust the ground all the way. And in order to make a pass, you have to make a really sendy move on yeah. somebody. You, you really can't set up. It's like, here it is. Close your eyes and go for it. And it's a scary track to do that on. So I, I get why a lot of the pros don't like it. But it's to me, it's it's different. And, and I don't I don't want a series where every track is the same because then it will look the same. So I want to see these guys have to ride a track with a little patience and a little discipline. So. As a fan, as a spectator, I love Washugo, but as a racer, I can't argue with the riders because it always scared me too. So. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely um, it's beautiful, like you said, for all the reasons. The weather's usually great, all of that. But uh, I could see where the racers don't like it. It is a bit of start oh, yeah. dependent, and like you said, it's not that rough. But you have to send it to get by guys, you know. Oh yeah, like it's from sca- I mean, from the finish line to backside of Horsepower Hill, there ain't much going on. Mm-mm. It's single file. You got to really set things up and hope for a mistake, or like you said, send it by somebody. So it is start to pin. That's why I said with Base Luke, if he gets up there in that top ten group and just gets to live with that group for say ten, fifteen minutes, I have the faith that he'll be able to stick around. Unlike me, who, yeah. who shot straight backward. Yeah. So, but if he gets a bad start, I mean, you you have to just take a lot of risk, like for thirty five minutes, and it's a scary track to take risk on because it's so fast and it, it has narrow points, but. 
But I, I, I would never want it gone. I've heard people say, oh, it shouldn't be on there. I think Jet even said, this is the stupidest track. It shouldn't be on here. I, I, I disagree. I, I, it's part of the series. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. No, I'm with important. you. It's important. Yep. I like all the different stuff. I like a deep sand track. I like a hard pack Washugal and, yeah. and all of it. I absolutely agree with you, Daniel. Um, all right. So Jets never won a moto at Washugal. Sexton's really good there. Jets' starts are great. And we just talked about it being start dependent. And Sexton, you know, challenged him at Millville. I think Chase gets it done this weekend. I think he breaks the streak. I don't know if he goes one two or two one. I don't know about that. I think Sexton breaks the streak this weekend. Man, I mean, if you're Jet, you're just looking at. I think the next two rounds, right? Because I don't think he's great at Unadilla either. He was pretty bad there last year. I mean, he's probably won there at some point. But last year, I remember he was bad. If you're him, you're looking at the next four motos like this is. This is the test. Like, if I get through these, I probably feel okay going into the last two. Um, and, and you're right. O- on paper, there's so many reasons to believe that Chase can do it here. He's good here. He likes this track. He's, he seems to kind of – his style kind of seems to mesh with it. Where Jet doesn't like the track, and when you go somewhere and you don't like it, you kind of come in with a little bit of a negative, mm-hmm. like a little eh. Uh, mix that with a track he's never won at, with the pressure, with Chase applying a little bit more last week. It all makes sense that this would be the one. So I could get on board with that. But then at the same time, I still feel like Jet's playing with some reserve. Yeah. And that's what that – it comes down to, like, can he do it at 95%? Because I don't, know, I don't think he'll want to go 100 here. I don't think he feels comfortable going 100 here. So the question is, is, his, is this 95% thing that he's been doing, is that good enough? Because I don't see him going 100 on a track he doesn't like. Uh, and that's the, that's the question. And you're right on the starts. The starts have been damn near automatic. But yep. I, 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 this to me, this one, and then Unadilla, sneaky, I think could be another one that he could maybe uh, maybe lose at. He, yeah. He's he's kind of imploded there a little bit. So four motos. If he gets through these four, I'm 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 all in. But I think the biggest test probably comes in these next four. And and yeah, I, I, uh, if I had to lean, I'm I'm going to lean and say yeah, Chase gets one of the motos. I don't know if he gets the overall, but I think one of the motos he'll grab. He grabs one. Um, 94 is back for Unadilla. Good track for him. Oh, yeah. You know, so. His best yeah. track. His yeah, best you track, might, I yeah. Think. yeah, you might want to say that for sure, right? So, yeah, Jets got his hands full the next four. And then uh, they were on to Buds and Iron Man, and then the kid will maybe sweep it, you know? Jeez, dude. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if he does it as a rookie? I mean, it's oh. been done by RC and James, but has it been done by a rookie, a teenager? I mean, yeah, no, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, Go and Steve, if you're if you're Chase, everything in this world, I mean, nothing matters more than stopping that streak because you don't want to have to live with that for the next seven, eight years and have to hear about that. Oh, the first year he showed up, and if you're Chase right now, you, you're you're banking on just one because because twenty one and one is not nearly as cool as twenty two and zero, oh, and it can kind of fade off in the distance. So if you're Chase, you just have to sneak one on him because you're not winning the title. Mm-hmm. You're, you're obviously have shown this summer you're, you're not on his level this summer. Just get one and stop it so you don't have to hear about it because you know he don't want to hear about that for the next five to seven years. No, no, absolutely not, right? Uh, all right, let's go to some phone, phone calls here. Uh, Jeremy is on three. We have Daniel Blair on the line. Jeremy, what's up, man? What's your question for Daniel Blair? Hey, Steve, DB. How's it going, guys? Good. Uh, look, uh... I, I don't know if y'all watched it. I watched the uh, the latest episode of Club Life from Millville, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a clip in there. And Steve or DB, do y'all know if they're struggling on on finances over there at at that club? Uh, not and that I know of. No, Why? I guess I guess I could explain uh, of my question. 
there was a, I think it was after, it was a clip right after Moto uh, 450 Moto One, where you know the guys they hop in, a, in an ice bath, cool off pretty quick. Yeah. And uh, and the ice bath that, that Phil was in was about the size of that. Uh, oh, and Marchbanks Marchbanks slid somewhere. right in there. Yeah. And here comes here comes Marchbanks pole to pole with Phil, you know, in there. I'm like, come on, guys. I saw you that. Can't get them. <laughs> You can't get them their own tubs. <laughs> we were laughing because uh, on our group text, we were laughing because they, they did not make eye contact with each other. They were very insistent no. to not look at each other. Uh, Daniel, did you see this? I did not, but I know that team's big about chemistry and, and you know working <laughs> together, so I'm not surprised. I don't think it's a financial thing. Maybe mm-hmm. just a demand from the top, which is I need you all to be one. Yeah, be just... one, be together. We're a team. We, we come in unison. So maybe that's part of the, the way they do things. And I'm sure Phil loved it. March Banks is probably super uncomfortable, but I bet Phil was all about it. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Well, hey, Phil, Phil was one spot better in Moto2, so maybe they should have thrown Kilroy in there with them or you know, something yeah. like that make it look better. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know what? I saw that too. Like I saw it on my group text, right, because we, we, we were all making fun of Phil. And I was, uh, I was also thinking like, wait, you don't have another garbage can? I've never really seen that before. Yeah. So chemistry. Uh, 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 all right, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, let's go to uh, Andrew on four. Andrew, what's up, man? Uh, what's going on? Not much, Stephen. Uh, Daniel, I was just wondering, what do you guys think is the worst track change made in the entire series? What has been the best track change, and then what track could use a change the most? Um, and I don't mean just this year, just in general, because I heard you talking to uh, Amart about the changes at uh, Spring Creek, and I was just curious what your idea of what the worst, best, and what could use the change the most. What do you think, Daniel? What uh, what tracks do you want to see changed, or what's the what's the best change you've seen? Or hmm, I mean, I, I hope I'm not getting in trouble for this, but the best change was getting rid of the second Paula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was the best change. I, I, you know, I really I like all the tracks. I. And I know that sounds like soft and like you think maybe it sounds like I'm trying to protect the, the MX Sports and the Nationals, but I, I truly like all the tracks. I like that they're different. Um, I, I will say I, I didn't enjoy Millville as much. I don't know what the prep thing. I know I listened to the review show, Steve, so I don't know if it wasn't deep enough. It seemed a little fast and one line to me for, for what that track has potential in being. But I, I just I put that off as maybe just you know a random year it was yeah. just kept a certain way incorrectly. But but I don't dislike any of them. I think every track on the tour is sick. Like even Washougal, being the one that probably could be the most frustrating, it's got uniqueness about it that I love. So I I, I gotta go with nothing. I I really like this. I, um, I love the schedule. I really like the schedule. I like all eleven rounds. So I think uh, changing making Mount Martin was a was a good change at Millville. That was great. That's added a lot to the track. They might have went a little overboard with an uphill triple and then another triple right after it. Um, but going up that hill and down Mount Martin is really cool. It's a good change. Uh, the worst track and, and oh and a, a track that needs a change to me is Unadilla. I don't quite get it. Like the soil's kind of beat down and gone. And to me, it's a wide-open field. Why can't they just move the stakes 10 feet each way and make a new (laughs) lane? Like, I don't get that, you know. Um, Why don't they just move the track and reseed the old part, and now the riders ride on fresh soil? So I don't really get why Unadilla doesn't do that because some of those spots in Unadilla are hammered. I I could get on board with that, too. I I think – and it's difficult, right? I think Washougal has dealt with the same thing. They've lost a lot of that topsoil. They always try to bring it back in. I think they've done a great job at that. But 
Yeah, maybe Unadilla could use a little bit of an uptick on, on the soil side, but I wouldn't want the layout to change. I think that's a yeah. rad layout. Yeah. But, yeah, I could get on board with maybe a little bit of, you know, inject a little uh, fresh soil into there. Sure. I think that'd be a good idea. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, uh, Daniel Blair on the uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show here. We have uh, a few more calls here. Uh, Trent's on one. What's up, Trent? Hey, what's up, guys? I just want to call and commend the fucking Creed intro. Yeah. I love Creed. Creed is back. So, They're on a cruise. Yeah, that's why I called. Uh, seeing, uh, did you see that, DB? DB's got Creed on it. Gay. Are they on, uh, on Shiprocked? No, they they have their own cruise with like Three Doors Down and, and, and Fuel and these other bands. <laughs> but I'm telling you, they're back together. There's no way they're just doing a cruise. They got to go on no. tour, and I will fucking be there. 100%. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll I, right I did tickets, man. Uh, I mean, Scott Stapp, legend. I, I, I'm in, Steve. I, already, I think I already maybe told you that. If, if, it come, if this does happen, get me a ticket. I'll fly out. I'll, I'll go see some Creed. Oh, God, they're so good. I, I went on a bicycle ride today, and I just had Creed on shuffle. And uh, loved it. <laughs> loved it. Uh, Trent, do um, you want a pair of goggles or fly racing knee brace socks? Hell yeah, I'll take some goggles. All right, stay on hold because any, open, anybody who calls in and asks about Creed gets a prize. All right? That's fucking right. Right on. Stay on hold. All right. Uh, Trent gets the goggles. Um, Jared's on three. Question for Daniel Blair. Jared, what's your question for Daniel Blair? Hey, what's going on, Stephen, uh, Daniel? Um, mine was more so a uh, statement or more so uh, experience from Daniel and the fact that he's been up here to the Northwest many of times, but it's all actually centered around Thursday Night Motocross with their anniversary race being actually tonight uh, that they throw their $15,000 pro purse. For me and my experience, and I know Daniel's, he said it before, more guys need to know about this race because it's kind of even a hidden gem over these years. But, Daniel, I love hearing your experience and everything in, the, in your comparison to other races you've been to and what that's like. Uh, I mean, I've gone on record publicly multiple times. This is my favorite race that I ever did. I think it's one of the coolest races in the country. Um, the track is awesome. The vibe is awesome. I don't know if they still do the ladies' night free thing that they did a few years back, but it's packed. There's... <laughs> There's, like, really attractive girls everywhere. I was, at least that's how Matt was back in, like, 09, 10, 11. Um, but, no, it's just the vibe is cool and the start is cool. The money's good. It, it, everything about that race is rad. And um, I will tell you a quick story. I, I, I did get – I won it one year. 2009, I won it. And this is so funny because Tiger Lacey, uh, rest in peace, one of my best friends ever, um, we were both up there and we would hit every fair race. We both – I mean, we would just – we hit everything you could find. <laughs> and at that race – I got the whole shot in 09, and Cole Siebler was second, and we checked out pretty early. Tiger was like eighth. He got up to third, and then Siebler fell, and Tiger got by him, but I was gone. Like, I mean, 15 seconds. Me and Siebler had just done the job. We were gone. And the whole moto, you know, we're just cruising. I have a big lead. I get the checkered flag, and I kind of pull around. I'm pumped. I won. Tiger gets the checkered and just big one-hander, and he's riding around the track waving all the fans, thumbs up. He thought he won. <laughs> he had no clue. And he comes back, and he pulls up next to me. He's like, how'd you do? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, what? Yeah, he's like, yeah, what, what'd you end up? I didn't see you. I said, bro, I've, I've been sitting here. I, I won. He's like, I won. And I was like, no, you didn't. He was so mad and we were like really good friends yeah. so i ruined him for that for years just whooped your ass so bad you didn't even know i was in the race <laughs> and uh it, so anyways that's my favorite story there because obviously cast the checks too yeah. but tiger again being my best friend and all the 
stupid experiences that we went through. That's just a funny one that I always used on him and just reminded him of. So yeah. that, that's, that's kind of a, a fun one that stands out. I feel like everybody knows about this race, though. It's get kids turnout. People know about this thing. It's been going on for a long time. So, yeah. um, you know, I feel like, Jared, people know about it. Oh, absolutely. They yeah. do, but then I still find guys around the around the industry that don't or some uh, local guys. I don't know, man. I, I think they get great great turnout and people people dig oh, yeah. it. So, um, thanks, man. It's thanks fun. for the call. Thank you. Take care, uh, guys. How much did you win, Daniel? It was good money, right, back then? Yeah, they would pay the heat race win. They would pay the whole shot and the main. And I, I think I walked out with six or seven grand or something like that yeah. on a night, which is pretty good. I mean, they pay all the way back, I think, to like 20th, but it, it, yeah. it's it's pretty top-heavy. Like, if, if you get the job done, I remember Weston Pike went a couple of years. Uh, Bobby Bond showed up one year and won it. But, yeah, if you won that race and if you could whole shot and win it, I mean, you could walk out of there with over five easy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's cool. I watched I watched video from it, and it was uh, it, it had some turns that set up nicely for, like, arena cross experts to dive oh, in. It, it, <laughs> hey, it was a – Outdoorish arena cross heaven track. Yes. It was big berms, tabletop. Yeah. Didn't get that rough. The ruts are perfect. Yeah, it it was designed for guys that aren't good at outdoor that could go up there and sneak in in there and get some money. That yeah. that's what it was built for. It was yeah. built for me. Absolutely. So, and I, and the Wilders, uh, Rick and Ron Wilder, that run that race. I mean, two of the best people I know. So it's I I, I wish I was there tonight. It, it'll be a blast for everyone who goes. Decal Works mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Decalmx.com promo code PulpMX23. To get 20% off your custom graphics, decal works number one for many reasons. Cooper Webb, Aaron, oh, actually not Cooper Webb anymore. Aaron Plessinger, though, uh, Marvin Muskan, and others using uh, decal works, Red Bull KTM uh, official graphics for those guys. And uh, from the mild to the wild, they can design it and hook you up. Decalmx.com, Daniel Blair. Uh, DB, before we let you go, uh, MXDN talk. Uh, I talked to Davey about it uh, this week, and we've I talked to some Team USA people uh, as well. Sexton says he wants to go. Honda will support it, but we know he's going to KTM. I don't think he'll do it. Uh, so let's take him out of the equation. Um, I think if Barsha com- Barsha's coming back at Dilla, if he's up to speed, you send him. I think you send him, AP, and whoever is the top American in 250 points. It's not a very great team, but it's a good team. Um, any thoughts on that? What do you do if you, if Chase can't go? Well, I, you're, I, I'm with you. I, um, I think first we have to recognize that last year was very special to have Chase and Eli be what they were all summer and then go together. I mean, you don't, we don't, we haven't gotten that in a long no. time. Uh, and then Justin Cooper was, I mean, he was the best American 250 rider. I know that there was the debate, but he had, he pulled his weight. He was the only one who actually won his overall. It turned into the dream team, man. Like, honestly, it was great, and it was perfect. And now there's this maybe standard that we have where we think it's got to be like that all the time. And I, I don't see it happening like that all the time. There's too many changes in this sport and the timing of, of when it happens. So I think we're going to end up getting more teams like what we're about to see this year where it is considered a B team. It's not fair to say that because once they yeah. line up, they are our A team. We, we support them as they're our A. But, yeah, Barsha and AP is not – Sexton and Tomac and 250 class. I mean, yeah, maybe it's Jay Coop. Maybe it's, oh, he can't. Oh, no, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm leaving Jay Coop out of it in case people don't know he's getting married that weekend. So he's out. Yeah. But then uh, to me, it's very simple on the 250 side. Whoever has the most points, 
Hayden or RJ, and those would be the two. It's whichever one has the most points at the end of the year gets to go. I, I think that's a very fair way to do it because they're very close. They've, they've both been good at times this year, and they both had some little things. So for me, I, you're, I'm with you. The 250 class, let them sort it out in the points. Yeah. And then I probably go AP and Barsha for sure. Like even if he's not up to speed, he's just that type of guy that we could. I, I feel like I could trust to prepare right and be in the right headspace mm-hmm. and probably pull off some good starts. So even if he's not at 100, percent he's probably my pick because I just know he's a he, he's a big game guy. He could pull yeah. that off. And Anderson would be the other one. I, I God, I'd love it for uh, Anderson and Barsha. I I think they could pull it. Um, so you don't. I just you, don't know the Cowie you, side. You, so. uh, yeah, Cowie hasn't supported this thing. I don't know where they stand. I've been a bit disappointed with Jason uh, coming back. He did get third in the first moto. That was great. Yeah. Um, but I think AP would go. You got the the Coster connection, in Austria. He's been good all year. Not great, but good. So he's um, staying there too. He's staying there. So there's, yeah. there's no, there's nothing weird. He just goes, there, you know. There, what do you think of Webb on a Star Yamaha? Like, there's only going to be one week off after the SMX races um, to get ready. He's he's going to be riding. Obviously, you know, he'll be back at Star. They have settings, all of that. I kind of don't lean that way. But what what's your thoughts on putting Webb on the team if he's you know at all sort of good at SMX? Uh, I, I, I'm, I lean against it. Um, and the reason why was the same reason for last year. You were hearing this, you know, Barsha talk on a 250, Craig talk on a 250. And I was always on the Justin Cooper. I, I was like, look, he's a 250 racer who races a 250 and knows how to navigate the racing side of the 250. Any of these guys, you put them on a track on a 250, they're all going to haul ass. They're, 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 they're the best of the best. So, of course, they're going to look a certain way when they practice. But to race a 250, it, it requires some different thinking and different approach. And I know Webb's experience and Barsha and Craig, they're all experienced, but give me the 250 guy who knows how to navigate racing a 250 over the guy who we think because of the name can come in and do it. I love the experience side, but I, 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 just, I, I would rather take my chances on the best 250 guy who has raced 20 mo- or 22 motos in a row leading up to this thing I, I, I would always lean towards that guy over the guy who we're going to try some kind of a cute experiment with. That's, okay. that's just my thought. And, and, and it does it again. I, I'm not saying I'm right, but I would always lean to the 250 guy. Okay. Last call for uh, Daniel Blairs from Kenzie. Kenzie, welcome to the fly race and moto 60 show. What's your question? I'm uh, just wondering, is, like in baseball, is the announcer drink, is that's going to happen? What is that? Yeah, sorry. Like, you broke I, up a bit. Sorry. Uh the announcer jinx in a lot of sports. Are we going to yeah. see that with Oh, Jets? yeah. I don't know. Uh, Daniel's an announcer. He, he knows. Uh, what do you think, Daniel? You know, you don't talk about a no-hitter before the no-hitter happens. You don't talk about a shutout in the NHL before it happens. The jinx. Uh, would Daniel, if you're in the booth, are you yelling about undefeated or are you keeping it quiet? Uh, I'm dramatic, so of course <laughs> I am. I'm talking about it every five seconds. Uh, but, no, I, you bring up a funny point, though. If you're Sexton and you're looking at a way to stop the streak, you're, you're thinking of everything. You know, I got to train hard this week. I got to sleep right. I got to eat right. What you do is you just go and pay Weege, probably 20 bucks would get it done, to just three laps from the end, call it. It's, it is done. It's a jinx. <laughs> or it's a sweep. He's got it. We're done. It's, Jet will immediately hit the ground, and it'll be worth the 20 bucks spent. And you know Weege would take a 20. Oh, uh, There's the solution, yeah. Chase. You don't need to train, eat right. Just give Weege 20 bucks. He could take care of it uh, through his go. commentating. Thanks, Kenzie. There, there you is. go. Yep. yep. Thanks for the call. Uh, coming up with JT next here. Daniel, um, 
I always ask for the winners on this show uh, of the guests before we go. So are you just going to say the Lawrence brothers? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go jet for the overall, but I, but I'm, I'm going to go with, he doesn't win both motos. I think okay. the streak will get stopped, right. uh, but I think he wins the overall. And I, I want to go with Hunter. I trust him, but I think he got banged up a little bit last week. You know, I mean that, that thing, the rib thing keeps coming back and coming back. I think this track's probably better for him, but at the same time, I, I feel like Shimoda is starting to wake up a little bit. Like all mm-hmm. of a sudden he's looking like the guy I thought he was going to be. Um, it's good track for know, Cooper, just, too. It's a good track for Justin yeah, Cooper. Yeah, Justin Cooper, too. But you know with him, I always think about the crash up the hill yep. into the fence that, that pretty much cost him that title. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, I always, there's like a little stank on this race for him with me. But I, I'm gonna, I'll, go, I'll go Shimoda. I'll say Shimoda and Jet. Okay, all right. You're going to toss it up a little bit. I like that. Yeah, Shimoda and Jet. All right. Um, I mean, just to be fair, I do want to make this known. I did predict Vial would win Southwick that week. Oh wow! So, and I have it on, and I have it, on, I have it on video. So it's not like I just said it to my friends. I, it's on video. <laughs> yeah. So I'm good at this. Yeah, yeah. Main event good. moto podcast. Uh, subscribe, everybody on Patreon. Oh yeah, we throw it out there. We yep. throw it out there. Um, all right, thanks, buddy. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Daniel. Good to talk to you. I'll see you soon. All right, see you later. That's Daniel Blair, everybody, on the uh, Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show. Plum Creek funding. Uh, Zach has done a great job for with Plum Creek funding. He's helped out a lot of people in the industry, and he can help you out as well. If you're looking to purchase a home this year, or your first time buyer, or you're an investor, you got a vacation home like Tits Legendary. Plum Creek funding has programs to suit your needs. If you already own a home, you want to pull the cash out. Contact a professional over 25 years of experience. Zach at PlumCreekFunding.com. Z-A-C-H at PlumCreekFunding.com. I haven't checked the rates lately, so I don't know if it's a great time to get a mortgage or not. I'm not sure. But uh, Zach at PlumCreekFunding.com can help you out. 12 different states they've got access to. So thank you to Zach at Plum Creek Funding. And thank you to Vertex Pistons as well, providing the highest quality aftermarket replacement performance kits for the power sports industries. These kits can save you time and money by combining all the components needed for a job in one convenient package. Vertex is industry leader in brand manufacturing high-performance gaskets made in the USA, dirt bikes, ATV, UTV, and more. Uh, thanks to the folks at Vertex and uh, Plum Creek Funding, Decal Works, Get, Maxis, uh, and, of course, the folks at Fly Racing. Speaking of Fly Racing, uh, let's get them on the show. Uh, Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Oh, lots of things. <laughs> Big day for Great, you tomorrow. Big much. day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's just, man, there's so many moving parts. I wouldn't even know where to start to tell you. So Tits and Marks here want to see the new Fly Racing. They're they're begging me uh, yeah, to tomorrow. show them. Yeah, okay. Tomorrow, guys. Doubt. Um, what are you, without giving too much away, what are you most excited for tomorrow? Like, what's the product? What's the change? What's the innovation? You know, I, I looked at some of the stuff. You've changed some of the gear. You've changed some helmets. You've done things. What are you most excited for people to look at tomorrow? Uh, I'm most excited that it's all going to be out there and not <laughs> waffle, in, uh, not on servers and trying to get organized. Just, that's, if you want me to be honest, that's what I'm most excited about is that I'm not in this process that I was in for the last two weeks. Uh, but, no, being serious, uh, consumer-wise, I mean – I can't really give it away, right? That's the part of embargo. Like I, you well, know, for just, me to tell you what I'm so excited about would would no, just break the whole. You don't tell us what of, it is, but just what line or what design or what innovation. You're fucking kidding uh, me. You know, like yeah. Well, please don't drop f bombs. Um, I I think the overall look is significantly better for 24. Okay. Design. Um, so design wise is what yeah, you're stoked on. Yep. Yeah, 23. I, I just felt like was 
was challenging. Like everybody has their personal preferences. It just wasn't my favorite that we've done in a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the designer that was working on it at the time was, he, he was leaving and I, and I knew it. And I felt like just as, as far as us being innovative and really, um, continuing to improve, um, I don't feel like we did that. So okay. it's been a fight all year. And that was into like a down market, like apparel sales are really soft for everyone. Everybody has too much inventory. Uh, there's just a glut in the market right now. So it was, it was a really tough way to enter that situation. Um, but 24 is completely the opposite of that. Um, okay. the design team we're working with and the ideas we had completely reversed all that. So that's not going to change the, the state of the market right now, but I, I feel very confident that this is our best offering in a very long time. Okay, there we go. Uh, check it out, everybody. Fly Racing Riders, uh, all of them. Judging on past years, all of them will be in the 24 stuff at Washougal. So uh, it'll be uh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah we're, doing as, we're doing as much as we can. We're yeah. pretty short-staffed, so, um, you know, we've – told the, the, the team here preparing gear to do as much as you can, but yeah. there's only so much you can do. So we, we like to have as many people as we can in it. But, um, yeah, sometimes it just uh, only so many hours in a day. Are you bringing me some stuff, or do I need to bring my 23 stuff? What? Uh, I mean, the, the plan is to bring you stuff. Okay. Yes, I'm, I'm trying, man. I, I, I know again, you. I know. So that's what I'm saying. I'll bring some, I'll bring some 23 stuff, you know, just to have it in case it doesn't work yep. out. Um. All right, Fly Racing USA tomorrow on their social, Instagram, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook, uh, the MySpace, uh, TikTok, all of it. Uh, it'll be dropping. What time? 9? 9? 9 a.m.? Do we have time? Uh, for, for Vegas, it should be 9. Um, Pacific. Yeah, east, right. noon East Coast is, is the goal. If, okay. that's, if that's a little off, it all happens. Right. We'll uh, be trying to coordinate a lot of things. Fantastic. Okay, uh, Team USA. So, uh, if Sexton doesn't go. He wants to go. Honda said they'll help him. Um, but I don't think it'll work. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, that would be the greatest thing. Uh, but let's say he doesn't go. Um, Barsha's back. And, you know, Daniel kind of went with Barsha, Anderson, and, you know, either Hayden or RJ, whoever's top in points. Uh, send that team. Uh, where are you at? There's so much politics at play right now. Um, I would love if Chase can work it out with Honda and KTM to, to go. That would be, that would yes. be awesome. Yes. Um, I think he's the number one choice to go. I just, I don't know how that all plays out. Um, so hopefully they can come to some sort of agreement for the greater good, which would be fantastic. Um, you know, the, the other guys like on the 250, I've heard so many different scenarios between RJ and Deegan, Cooper Webb on a Yamaha 250. I, I've heard literally everything thrown at that. Um, I don't know that I have anything where I'm like, yes, this is the, the perfect answer so much. Um, I think D- Deegan was firmly in control of that position, say, leaving Redbud. I, I think he, he controlled his own destiny there. But he's had two, you know, less than stellar weekends as far as comparing him to what he had been doing. You know, not terrible, but if you're comparing it to leading the points and not finishing off the podium, um, it hasn't been as good as that. So, I think he's opened the door a little bit to conversations, um, and we'll have to see. And then the other 450 spot, I've heard everybody from Jason Anderson to Barsha to Webb to mm-hmm. you name it, um, I've heard slotted in there. So I don't think we're anywhere near uh, a final decision. Well, and I mean, Unadilla's coming up. 
Unadilla's coming I can up. see us pushing it to Buds just like last year. Right. Like last year, we didn't drop it to Unadilla either. Nope. Um, okay, so I think there's been real no originality in the Team USA for a long time. So, I mean, I just think you, you can, they're going to continue that. Would I do it? No. But what I think they're going to do is just take the top-placing American 250 rider. Hayden's got the lead right now. Well, Justin Cooper obviously can't go. Let's everybody should know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think it'll be Hayden. Like, or, or like, well, I'm sure, sorry. Hayden's got it now. RJ, you know, like you said, a couple of subpar weekends for him. I think they just take the top 250 rider uh, in points. I think Aaron Plessinger goes as long as he's healthy because he's a KTM guy and you know he's he's uh, third in points, so he's having a good year, not great. And then I think the last one, if Barsha's any good, you take him. Yeah, I I don't know about the the 450 dropping on the 250 side. Um, I know you've been railing on that for a long time. Well, no, I, um, they're not going to do it. They're just they're not going to do that. No, I know. I, I just I'm I'm not quite sold on it. Would I, would I like scream and yell and complain? No. Um, the only time I, I would be okay with that is if we truly didn't have anyone competitive on a 250. Like if it was just a a wall of. Uh, international riders at the front of the field and we had no Americans anywhere near it, then I think we'd have to definitely look at alternatives. No, I think, I think you misheard me. I'm saying take the top 250 American rider. I understand. I'm just yeah. saying, but you have been on this. Oh other, yeah. Yeah. No, they're not going to do that yeah. thing for a long time. Yeah. Um, I'm personally and selfishly rooting for RJ to get picked. Mm-hmm. I, I know there are concerns about consistency and all those things and, and they're valid. I, I get it. Um, but a big part of this race for me is is the effort and wanting to. And, and that shouldn't be a, a negative towards Hayden Beacon because I've never seen anything from him that would indicate I should feel that way. But I think RJ being a veteran, and uh, I, I just, I'd love to see it happen. Um, he's yeah. the only one that can control that. He needs to get on kind of a, a positive trend here going into that to make the base, best case for himself. But I know he really, really wants to, to be on that team. Um, so I'm hoping, selfishly, that he gets picked. Fly racing rider. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Jeff Florida guy. I, I mean, I've known his family my whole life. Like, uh, Yeah, there's a lot there. I've heard Webb thrown around. He'll be on a Yamaha at Charlotte for the 3SMX races. There's a week off, and then there's designations. Now, obviously, he's going to be riding that bike you know, well before SMX. Just no photos or videos will be out there. I'm still like, no. Like, I don't think that's enough time. I know the star guys are, you know, they're very big USA, Team USA people. They'll be ready. I'm kind of not there on sending Webb. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, he has ridden, he's raced here before. Uh, He takes this race very seriously. So there there are a lot of positives to it. I know that Majora didn't sit well with him, you know, leaving there and and falling over. And and I think he blamed himself a lot for that, that weekend, which I don't, I don't agree with at all. Um, I thought he, he rode really well. I think the Jason Anderson incident was the culprit, not Cooper falling over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't have necessarily a problem with it, but I also have no idea what the preparation level is. Like, what bike is he going to be able to, you know, the racing on the Yamaha in September, I guess that's no, what's like going to yeah. happen. Is yeah. he going to test motocross a lot leading into well, super motocross, which is not really motocross. I don't know that question, which you would need to. You you can't. I, I think his focus is going to be on the playoffs, which it should be. That means he's probably not doing a lot of pure motocross testing in August. 
which he would need to be doing. So I, I don't know. Well, There's and, a and, you know, you got to you got to name it by buds. So by buds, you've got to know that Cooper Webb in September, you know, will be ready, right? Like, October. Like, or, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, in October. Yeah. Like, like that seems too early to commit that you're good with Cooper Webb in around when the team needs to be named and bikes need to be shipped and all of that. So, yeah. Right. And I, I just thing. think his focus is going to be on in-stadium racing, mm-hmm. even though the, the tracks are going to be different. I, you know, I've yeah. been in those meetings where the tracks are not specific, but I think they're going to be riding a lot of Supercross, where yeah, a guy like, you know, one of the 450 motocross contenders right now, they don't have a choice. They're just doing motocross, practicing motocross, testing motocross. So they would go do those SMX rounds and then go right back into right where they left off. So it's, it's a little bit easier of a transition well, than, than Cooper would have, I think. Yeah, the track maps are out. I mean, they're basically, they look like soupy tracks. They're not going to have whoops and we'll have some sand. But, like, they're, they don't look like, you know, yeah, they're, they're much motocross no, I, I ready. Just, and and so. I, got, I got to interview Mike Mealy about these things and, and the approach. Like, the Chicago track is at a speedway, but it's going to be way outside of the speedway parameters. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to use much of the speedway at all. It's going to be really outside of all that and really fast straightaways and a lot of not super cross ish stuff. Um, so yeah, it's that, that's all I meant by that. Yeah. All right. We got some phone calls. Uh, Washugal coming up live show Friday night, seven thirty at the track, 10 barrel and Yamaha JT will be there. Uh, all right, let's go to Taylor on four Taylor. What's up, man. You got a Shane McElrath question. Yeah. Um, we've said that his bike was all stock and I'm just wondering, was that actually true? I mean, the valving, the springs, the tires. No, like, no, no. You know? Tires are Dunlop, and he'll have the he'll have suspension. He had stock components, I believe. So, but he'll have springs and valving. I would think maybe just That's springs. What I thought. But, he said yeah. it was in a crate, and I'm like, man, I'm sure he got it set up. Pretty yeah, good, so. yeah. But but I think I think he had a uh, somebody said he had a stock exhaust. I didn't look closely. It was really it was more stock than you know Shane McArath's ever used to riding, right? Um, yeah, but yeah. but yes, I mean he put his bars, his grips, the spring spring rates, um, you know, small tires for Dunlop, all that kind of stuff on it. But so that's, def- that's what I thought. I just right. thought it was funny that Weege was like, "Oh, it was completely stock as you can ever see," and I'm yeah. like, "Dude, I'm sure he I stock Weege isn't exactly a mechanic. Yeah, if you had to <laughs> up on. So I mean, it's a good story. It, it definitely was more stock than probably everybody on the line. Right, like it was, or maybe most guys on the line, seventy-five percent of the people on the line, um, which is a cool story. But yes, not not don't stock. So, thanks, Taylor. Okay, well, thanks, thanks man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, Zach's on two. Zach, what's up, man? Yeah, I just wanted to ask about the press day. Like, I understand the meaning of the press day, but mm-hmm. why are the top riders allowed to pre- to ride press day? I don't, I don't really feel like we should see the, the guys in the top five in the points, you know, riding press day. Um, I just never, I didn't really do the research or see why they choose certain riders, um, like a South Sexton it's, uh, last week and ride Millville and stuff like that. But yeah. why, why are they allowed to do that? Why, why can't we just say, no, you guys can't do that. You guys well, are good enough. You don't need to ride the track. Well, that, but wait, hold on. Hold you on. It. You, You're trying okay. to get press. You want the stars of the sport yeah. there because the media is there. That's why yeah. I said press. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, as you said, the word press. Yeah, it's press day. So, when the media comes out to try to talk to the riders to sell tickets, you know, because it's going to be on local news, it's going to be on local papers, they're going to want to talk to Jet Lawrence and Chase Sexton and whatever. There is a rotation. Not every team gets to do every race. So there's a rotation of uh, factory guys. And there's tons of privateers in these things. Um, uh, uh, Zach, there's tons of privateers. 
as well. I, I can see that. I, yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, I can see that. But at, at the same time, you guys do tons of interviews with them, and there's always, um, you know, the, the preview day and everything like that. It doesn't mean that the top five guys need to be out there riding. I, I do understand, though. Sure. I mean, that is press day. I can see that for sure. Are you thinking it should be only privateers or – uh, no, I mean, there's there's plenty of top guys that are outside, right outside that top five in the points, right, um, that are on factory bikes and things like that. Now we're going to have to yeah, agree I, to disagree I, on this. Uh. Yeah, I don't – I mean, there there are guys that get, that ride, like, it's not just Jet Lawrence that gets to ride or anything like that. Like, yeah, there's, there's lots of different people. There'll be 20 guys, Zach, on the track at press day, oh. you know? Okay, perfect. So, yeah, that's that's. I'm not there for those days, so right. I didn't really understand most of the time. You see the top guys, and it's, it's yeah. kind of weird, you know, to see them out there. Yeah, it's a rotation too. There's a rotation, so like I said, not every team gets to do every week. Um, you know, different things are lined up for different weeks. So, yep. Thanks, Zach. Okay. Yep. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Kyle. Kyle, you want to talk about Sexton? Hey, what's up, Steve? Can you hear me all right? Yep. Uh, yeah. My question was about uh, Sexton going to KTM. I, I you know y'all were talking about with uh, DV the other night about how KTM is pretty you know stuck in their ways, not wanting to go too crazy with setup and stuff. Do you think uh, Chase is timid at all with you know him being a little bit pickier about the way his bike's set up? What do you think, JT? How's this going to work out? It's going to be interesting, man. I I don't know. Um, I think at the time, and you're basically asking like the switch from red to yellow, to orange, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. yeah, with him, I. I I think at the time, and we've talked about this on shows, when they signed him, uh, that bike was brand new because it was early in 2022 is when all of this kind of went down. Chase was unhappy. They had gone, by Trey Kennard's words, they had gone very wrong on directionally on the bike going into 2022. Chase was unhappy. Uh, I think lots of, Ken Roxon was certainly unhappy. Remember how unhappy he was at that time. And I think KTM struck when the iron was hot. And I don't think that many of the challenges of the KTM were really known yet. So I think Chase viewed it as a a positive move, right? He was going to move to a bike that was better, in a better situation, a better position. Uh, but I think now, he's, if he's being honest, I think he's probably got to be wondering, is the KTM going to be the fix? Because, I, you know, if you look at the KTM guys, none of them seem to be very happy with the platform either, whether in Europe or in the USA. And, you know, I look at it more of a sideways move than anything. Um, that doesn't mean sideways can't be great. I think I just think his the, – the opinion of the move has, for me, fundamentally changed from early 2022 to now. Um, I just think they're both – have their challenges and they have their, you know, pros and cons. And Chase is going to have to figure out if that works better or worse for him. But I, I don't think it's like – Yep, I'm going to move to orange and everything will be better. I, I don't personally believe that to be yeah, true. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see for sure. The KTM guys are pretty rigid about changes and things like that. From what I understand, uh, Kyle, he is not going to go to Baker's Factory. He's going to keep his program that he's on now, keep his trainer, keep that going, uh, keep dad as practice bike mechanic and all of that. His dad's a huge part of his program. So what, from what I gather, it's uh, going to say the same as much as it can for Chase and his program. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to watch how that goes. You know, that, that new KTM yeah. ex- isn't exactly crushing it. Uh, the reviews aren't exactly amazing. Right. So, um, yeah, that's why I kind of wonder if maybe, you know, he's had a little bit of regret now with, with the success he's yeah. had on this year. So. Yeah. Who knows? I don't, I don't think he's really happy at the moment still. Yeah. So, um, I think he would yeah. probably still do it again, but, I, but to KTM's credit, they saw an opportunity. They knew Chase was unhappy and they went and went, they went and got him like, plain and simple. 
Uh, do you want a uh, set of fly racing knee brace socks, Kyle? Hey, yeah, I'd love a set. All right, we're going to put you on hold. You win them, all right? Thanks, man. I right, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Fly Racing USA tomorrow. Big, uh, big drop uh, for those guys. Uh, all right. Is this Icaro? How do you say that? Icaro? Yeah. How do you say it? Icaro, yeah. Icaro. What's up, man? Well, what's your question for JT? So, JT, uh, so on a previous show, Steve said, like, AMA Motocross ranks higher than MXGP. I would like to know, like, what's your perspective on it? Would you agree with it? For Pro Motocross specifically? Yeah, we got a call about uh, ranking the series, and it was Canadian Moto, Australian Moto, World Supercross, AMA Motocross, MXGP, and AMA Supercross, and, like, we had to rank okay. them. Or somebody said, go ahead and rank them, Mathis. You know, so I did that. Yep. I ranked Canadian Moto number one, of course. Um, right. But, uh, of course, but, well, wouldn't you? Yeah, but go ahead, JT. Um, I, think, I think that Pro Motocross and MXGP are very similar. I, I would put them on an equal plane. I, I think... You know, Supercross rules above all, period. You know, Monster Energy Supercross is, is the premier series. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I think the MXGP series is, is pretty great. I think if you if you went back 10 years, Pro Motocross would be significantly better. Um, but MXGP has done a great job of building up their series. They have these EMX series going on all the way down to 85s. Um, I, I think they've come a long way as far as pay. Like, the, the teams have really had to step up and pay their guys so they're on a competitive wage with the USA. Uh, so it's a much different dynamic over there than it was a decade ago. All right, so they're the yeah, same. Yeah. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, do, 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 do. We got – hold on. Alex is on, too. Alex, what's up, man? Alex, you there? Hey. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm here. Yep. I was, I was just thinking about these – these top level guys like uh McElrath, Masterpool, uh we got Colt Nichols coming and they're riding stock bikes, basically. Um I think Nichols is gonna be on an S R. But mm-hmm. to me, for just like a regular just local moto guy, that's the best advertising there is. I just feel like it's weird that these manufacturers don't jump in and like like Masterpool's engine blowing up, man. That's like I don't know. It's a bad look. Like they should be, I feel like that's a marketing, such a marketing opportunity to make sure those guys are dialed, you know? Why don't they mess with those guys? Like factory team helping out Masterpool or factory team helping out Nichols? Do you mean? Well, not, just, just making sure he's got fresh engines, not necessarily giving him, you know, yeah. you know, bikes like that. But, you know, it's just, it's just that's to me is the biggest marketing opportunity. Forget about the top guys on the factory teams. To me, that says more about their the bike I can go buy. Yeah, than, but, you but know, I what think Alex, Jason I think, Anderson's riding. Yeah, but Alex, you're say a little more informed than the average person. The average person sees Jason Anderson and a green bike winning, and is like, oh look, green bikes are great. Do you know what I mean? Sure, Dude, you and our, I. Our sport isn't our sport isn't like that, man. It, it's so niche. Everybody that's super into it is informed. You know that. Yeah. Well, the people that are super into it, yes, but there are a lot of people that are casually into it that don't know a lot. That also buy all yeah. sorts of bikes and trail yeah. bikes and go run. I I agree with you on in principle, but I think it like when they sit in marketing meetings and talk about how are we going to sell more units, 
it's about how are we how do we reach the casual customer? I, to me, that's how do we win a lot to, of to the, reach the casual company? Yeah, yeah, right. which is which yeah. is reaching them, right? right. Yep. 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 So yeah, I don't know. I yeah. guess I, I guess I just see it different. And but. I mean, Alex, I've been on a factory team uh, a couple times, and you know the guys that are crushing it, privateer guys. They, you know, you you get to know them and you slide them some parts. You know, you slide them a cl- clutches or if, uh, you know when I worked for Nick Way in '02. Yamaha gave me a frame and a swing arm, you know, things like that happen. I've given up yeah, parts yeah. before, but they don't have the manpower or the, the budget to, to go over to Master Pool and be like, here's some stuff for you. I mean, they assume Master Pool is doing a program that his bike won't break, right? Because he wants to do as well as he can. So, right. you know, they're not, they'll, they'll definitely, at, at, with, a, with, a, with a performance like Master Pool, hey, man, what do you need? Do you need anything? You need some plastic, need some clutches, like, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah, I, it's not their job to make sure Time Master Pool's bike is running, right? So, um, yeah, I just think it's yeah. a big marketing opportunity. I'm really excited to see what Nichols does on the SR. I've I've talked to a few people that's that, that's gotten to ride them, and and yeah. I'm I'm kind of leaning that way right now. The I mean, the bang for the buck is incredible. Yeah, it's it's uh, they've done a good job with that bike. It's Kiefer's favorite uh, factory edition bike out of the Honda, the Cowie, and the KTM. Yeah, you know? that's what I've heard. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Alex. Cool. Appreciate it, man. Right. Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, JT, it's all about winning and getting on the podium, and then you think you, that, you know, you want to buy a red bike or a green bike because, yeah, you know, that's what it is. And, and I, I think for – I forget the caller's name. Alex. I apologize for that. Alex. Um, Alex, yeah. They do help people. I remember, when you know, like 06, 07, 08, Honda gave me bikes and parts. You know, like they – it's not like they weren't unwilling to help me at all, right? And I wasn't winning anything, so – it's not that they're not getting help. People do get help. I see privateers going to the factory trucks all the time and, and getting things that they need to get by for the day. It's just for them, they have a very, you know, um, they have a directive, right? And that is the guys that they hired, and they, they're spending tons of money to make sure that they win or do well. And then everything else that they can, they will. Yeah. But it's just not prioritized that way. All right, JT. Uh, Daniel Blair and I are on the record as saying we think the streak stops here. Whether uh, he goes 2-1 or 1-2, uh, we're not sure. But we think Chase gets a moto win. So give me your 250 was, uh, winner and give me your streak broken, yes or no. Yeah, I was this morning, I was having coffee and I was thinking about it, and it just popped in my head. I'm like, man, I think, I think it's going to happen this weekend. I don't necessarily know why, but I think Jet still gets the overall. But I think the streak does get broken for some reason this weekend. Okay. Uh, probably be wrong. Yeah. Um, probably be wrong. Okay, but so, uh, I will take uh, I'll take Hunter to win the two fifty. Mm-hmm. I picked Justin Cooper in my column, um, but the more that I think about it, I think Hunter will just find a way, and then uh, I'll take Jet. So I'll take the same overalls. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you on the streak. Okay, all right. Well, Blair, myself, and JT all think the streak ends this weekend. There will be more, more, no Moto sixty show for two weeks. So if we're wrong, hopefully everybody forgets about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't remember any of this. Right. It's okay. not nobody listens, and it's not recorded, so we're fine. Yep. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, all right. Thank you for the time at Fly Racing USA tomorrow. Big drop for those guys. Uh, so congrats on that, JT, and all of the guys Thanks. at Fly Racing. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow night, man. All right. See you guys. All right. See you. That's Jason Thomas, everybody. Thank you to folks at Get and Athena, two-stroke, four-stroke ECUs, Athena as well. Hit the wrong button, huh, Tits? Don't know what you're talking about. Thinking about the the tea time, aren't you? Uh, thank you to Get and Athena on the HRC using Get products, crushing it in Europe as well. If you want a discount from Get and Athena, email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com. Vertex Pistons, Maxis, Decal Works, 100% Plum Creek Funding, and of course, 
Fly Racing USA. Marks, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Pete. Yep. See you in a couple weeks.